Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of Our Own Thing Podcast. The platform urban fiction authors and readers call home. Quarterback of this thing, it's your player partner, Sid Green. And I'm coming to you live and direct from the Gump Town, Montgomery, Alabama. And y'all already know what it is. Before we get into the show, I need all urban fiction authors all urban fiction authors, readers and lovers to smash that like and subscribe button for your partner. Help a nigga grow this platform up, man. Promise you it won't cost you a dime to support. You feel me? For all my sports heads, we had some good ones this weekend. Most notably was the Dallas Cowboys, you know, defeating the Eagles. Everybody don't, you know, you got to relax. You feel me? The Eagles, they'd have lost a couple games, and, you know, people forget it's a long season. I predicted the Eagles to go back to the Super Bowl to play the Baltimore Ravens. I like the Ravens to win it all. They just getting the bad games out the way for right now. You know, they handle their business in the playoffs. Um, my boy Pat Mahomes, you know, he frustrated with his, with his receivers right now and taking the frustration out on the referees. Instead of chewing them slop ass wide receivers out, you know what I mean? Um, the boys lost like three or four games messing with the wide receivers, dropping balls, all sides. This game that just passed this weekend, the guy who caught the, the winning touchdown, he was all sides, so they had to call that back and they lost the game. Um, King James and the Lakers, they won the NBA's first in-season tournament. You know, LeBron, he just putting his name all over the game because at this point now, you know, he'd have raised the bob so high to where uh, they'll be mentioning his name far past when he, he's gone, you feel me? Um, I saw a video of, of that boy Charleston White down there in, in Plateau, Texas. I think that's where it was, Plateau. He was doing a, a comedy show and he got into it with one of the you know, one of the guys in the audience, which is a part of the game. Heckling is part of the comedy game. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he just supposed to, you know, took direct, got directly on that on that guy's ass to let him know, hey, man, this is my show. Y'all paid to come see me, chill out, and took command of his show. Instead, he picked up a flower plot and threw it down there at the guy and, the guy felt disrespected by it, and him and his squad jumped up on the stage, and you know they got that, that buddy ass, which 
I don't see nothing wrong with for the disrespect. You feel me? But let's get into today's episode, though. What we got coming through this week. Today, we have an urban fiction authorist from New York who's a mother, a traveling nurse, an entrepreneur, and we got her here today to discuss her latest novel. To death do us part, thou shalt not love a fuck boy too. So without further ado, y'all give it up for Dianca Robinson. Hi, nice to meet everyone. Hi. What's happening with you, Queen? Thanks for coming through. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure's all mine. Pleasure's all mine. You know, how you feeling today? I'm feeling great. How is it down there? It's pretty cold here. It's it's cold for down south. You know, it's like <laughs> 40, 40 some degrees, so it's pretty cold for down south. Yeah, we're in the thirties right now. In the thirties. That's that's, yeah. that's 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 light up that way, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty light. Not we don't really consider that cold yet. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I would tell you like I tell all the guests, you know, this this platform was created to cater and bring some shine to urban fiction authors and authors. You know, a, a, a platform they tap in with their peoples and, you know, let them know what they got going on, what's popping and what to look for in the future. You feel me? Yeah. So I ain't going to hold you, you know, because the folks, they want to hear from you. Introduce yourself to the viewers. Let them know your story and what you plan to accomplish in this industry. All right. No problem. So my name is Dianca, Dianca Robinson, and I am currently 32 in New York and I started writing in 2014 and the way how I started my four, my first book because I have four books right now is I just got up one day and I was like I'm just gonna write a book and <laughs> to me it was that's just how I am I would just say oh, I'm gonna do something and once I get started I'm like okay well I already started this I have to go forward and finish it so I started writing my first book, which is called Shameless Affairs. And then that what basically introduced me into the writing industry. And there's another author by the name of Fabiola Joseph. She basically told me the steps to put it out there, how to find an editor, how to get this done, how to get that done. And that just basically started <laughs> me writing and I felt like the um, writing basically puts me in another world where I control the narrative of everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I enjoy creating these stories and putting them together and putting them out there because I get to control the narrative. It, it's my story. I'm telling it how I want to tell it, you know? So it, it feels really, really good. And um, I'm actually proud of myself that I've made it to four books, but only two are available right now because my first two, I took them down. I just felt like those books were from 2014, 2015. I'm not sure. I still align with those views anymore. And I, I, I want to republish the story, a better story. And, um, but I am proud of those books because I can see the growth in my writing and putting a story together and a meaningful story, like a story that can grab the audience in. So 
hopefully in the future I can release more books. But I'm a, I'm, I'm a nurse and mm. I'm currently not traveling, but I am working in oncology and hematology. And that takes up so much of my time and I want to further my education so I have to take another break from writing <laughs> so I can, you know, achieve this and then I can go back. But I definitely enjoy being an author. Definitely. Okay. Those first two books, you're going to revise those and, and, re, and, and republish them? Yeah. The first two is um, Shameless Affairs and Nasty Secrets. Mm. I plan to just... Put a better story together. I'm not, <laughs> you, you know how, as you, you know, as you get older, you grow and you evolve. I just feel like those stories, I can do better. Yeah, it shows my growth from where I started from and where I am now, but I can do better. Word so up. I want to put those together in a more better way, I should say, <laughs> and then, you know, release them again. Okay. Well, Dianca, I don't know if you're familiar with the show or not, but we do ask a series of questions, you know, for the yeah. viewers. Okay, for your readers. Uh, this is the first question. Did you always want to be an author? If not, what did you want to be growing up? I actually wanted to be a doctor. Doctor? I was, yes. I was so serious. Like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor. And then... I should say my life did not go the path that I would I wanted it to go. And I was in um I was in a situation and re I <clears throat> I'm sorry, I read a lot of books. Uh -huh. I started reading a lot, I reading a lot. Even as a child I would read a lot of books and I to take my mind off of what I was going through, I would read a lot. And then there was this one book I read it and the way it ended, I was so upset. I'm like, oh my God, why would it end like that? Like, I could do better than that. Like, I could end the story. No, I don't like the story. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm like, I was so upset. I like, I remember it so clearly. So I said, mm, okay, maybe I should do it. Maybe I, may, this is how I would want it to go. So I could say the, the older I got, the more I strayed away from becoming a physician mm -hmm. and then once i had a child and i i had to you know get real with myself like okay what like what you doing like you know you have a child now you know you want this child to have two parents they can you know look up to like okay well my mom is this my dad is this, you know what like what's your next move and just like how i woke up one day i was like oh, i'm gonna write i literally woke up one day like I'm just going to go to the school and inquire about nursing school. And I went and the, it was, I remember the lady was like, well, you got to take this test and the test is hard. And I'm like, I mean, okay. <laughs> I took the test. I got in. I'm like, all right, I'm ready here. I got to keep going forward, you know? And once I finished nursing school, I, could get back into writing and that's how I was I was I was able to release till death was part part two to the first book okay. well you weren't a doctor but it's pretty, <laughs> pretty close I'm close <laughs> but I don't 
for right now, I'm not gonna take that path. It's I I I, I love and I enjoy being a nurse. So I go further. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Cool. Are there any books or authors that inspired you to become a writer? You somewhat touched yes. on it. Yeah, you just somewhat touched on it, but we're gonna ask it anyway. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, um I would say Zane. Every, everyone loves Zane. Yeah. Yeah. Zane comes through with the stories and you know, the eroticas. I would say Zane. But I would also say Fabiola Joseph. I'm not sure if she's still writing at the current moment, but I loved her work. I like the her work is amazing. Do you remember? Do you remember the title of the one that you read and it just the light switch went off? No. Okay. No. It's been so long. I'm gonna say probably like 2012. <laughs> that is so long ago. I got you. When did you first call yourself a writer? I'm gonna say maybe about 2018 um so till death those part is a two book series mm -hmm. and the first part is um thou shalt not love a fuck boy so when i when i dropped that book the support i got from the community was amazing i was like oh my god you're you're a writer like and I'm like, oh, no, I just write books. I just write books. I'm like, I just do this for fun. Like, you know, I just do this for fun. And one of my closest friends, Jay, he was like, I'm going to put together a book signing for you. And I was like, no, like, why? Like, it's not that serious. And he's like, you're not being true to yourself. Like, you are an author. Why you keep dumbing it down? Like, right. you need to, you know. And I... I had a life coach and we would go to like these events and she's like, when you go on these events, you need to introduce yourself as an author. Why do you just say your name? You have books out there. You are accomplishing these things. And I, I can say like, I didn't feel like I didn't feel confident because I was like, well, you know, at the time I only had like two books, three books, you know, like, but then you have to be proud. I've noticed that you have to be proud of your small gains to work towards your bigger gains. So from those moments, I was like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a writer. I'm an author. Yeah. This is what I do. You know, these are my stories and yeah, basically. Cause you know, you said you only had one or two books. That's still a hell of a feat. Now, you know, some people still <laughs> plotting about writing that first one. You feel me? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, which of the four books was your favorite? Okay. Um, my third one, thou shalt not love a fuck boy is my favorite. And I'm going to say it's my favorite because I feel like I worked so hard on that book. Mm -hmm. I put, my everything into that book and that that's actually my biggest book it is 344 pages okay. paperback okay. and i worked so hard on it and i put a lot of emotions into that book and the reason why i say emotions not only my emotions i do find myself like a lot of people just talk to me 
and like ask for advice and i'm like okay like you want relationship advice okay you know and like you know people feed into you and they tell you what's going on and you know those emotions come over onto you so it's like when i was writing about these characters i was putting my emotions other people's emotions into it so it it was like very personal kind of for me because it's like okay this is these are emotions involved and Mm-hmm. these characters are very relatable um the female characters are very relatable the male character is very relatable to male friends that i do have so that is my favorite one i don't care how many more i release thou shall not love my fuck boy a fuck boy is gonna be my absolute favorite that's, that's your baby then yeah that that is, <laughs> is my baby right there I'm I'm really proud of that one. If there's nothing else I'm proud of, I'm proud of that one for real. I got you. How do you select the names of your characters? By random. I could just be writing and if it's not a story where well, I don't really write stories that are related to the, the title. So mm-hmm. I could just be like, okay, um, Jessica or Callie. Like, you know, I don't really give it too much thought like well you know no <laughs> just random off the top of my head okay which of the characters do you relate to the most and why in this in this sequel all right this might shock people who have read the book but i feel like i relate to jessica and callie the two female characters and for different reasons. Jessica, she was overly emotional, um, poured herself into someone, didn't get anything back. You know, she was loving someone more than she loved herself. And as a woman, you know, sometimes we date people that are, are no good for us. And she was dating someone that was no good. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I can relate to I you. relate, yeah. You know, I can relate to you and like other women that I speak to that go through things. Um, I felt like they could relate to a lot of her behaviors. Um, hold on. <laughs> I feel like they could relate to a lot of her behaviors and how she react to things and how she feel and how she thinks. Because as much as a lot of us like to act like we're well put together. Mm-hmm. sometimes there's that one person that could just make all your common sense go away sometimes it's that one person that you could be like i am settling and doing things that i would never do in my whole life <laughs> what is, what is going on you know what i'm saying so i wanted that i wanted that like where when i describe her on the outside she looks well put together she's the ultimate baddie but on the inside She's hurting and tearing herself down for someone who's, who does not even deserve her, basically. Yeah. That's probably one of, the, one of the parts of life that most people do experience. At least once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and the, the other character, Callie, I feel like I relate to her because she is a no-nonsense kind of person. Like, you're not going to come around here and act a fool and do this and do that. No, you're not going to do that. And that was one thing about her that I liked. So it's like, you see one dynamic where it's 
there's this person, she just let somebody walk all over her. And then the other girl, no, you're not going to come over here and play no games with me, basically. No bullshit alive. <laughs> um, which characters in the book are more similar to you or the people you know? More similar? I'm going to say Ryan. And the reason why I say it, he's not similar to me, but he's similar to my guy friends. And when I say my guy friends, I mean like the younger them. When they were young and dumb, running around out here just being silly. Mm-hmm. And Ryan was, Ryan in the book, he's a player. Like, you know, he gets all the women, they're all over him, but he, he has that one girl. I would call her his favorite dummy and he knows he's not going anywhere. Like, you know, and I see, I've seen my guy friends do that. And I'm like, like you can't do, but so much you can tell someone like, that's not okay. But are they going to like, listen to you? And you know what I'm saying? So that character relate to like my guy friends when, when a lot of them are younger and just immature. Cause the things Ryan did to Jessica, it was just like, yeah, my guy friends will do some shit like this. Like they will definitely do some shit like this. So <laughs> listening to them talk and, and like listening to guy talk and stuff like that, it helped me to put that character together. Like, oh, some of these men are crazy. They are batshit crazy. <laughs> Basically. Wild boys. How did you come up with the title of your book? So, um, this girl, her and I were having a conversation and we were talking about a guy and she's like, well, you know what? He's just a fuck boy. <laughs> and I said, I was like, a what? And she said, a fuck boy. You don't know what a fuck boy is? And I'm like, no. You so know I know what a fuck boy is for real? No. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to research this because you could be right. You, you're onto something. You're onto something. So I read and I'm like, oh my God. It like opened my eyes. So here's this book. I wrote it. I can't come up with a title. And then I was like, okay, well, you should not be with a fuck boy. So like I'm going around and like, well, you shouldn't be with a fuck boy. You should not love a fuck boy. Okay, well, and then just a random idea. I was like, I'm just going to make it sound like a commandment. Like, thou shall not love a fuck boy and once i dropped the cover everybody was like what why would you write this and i'm like <laughs> just chill just you gotta read it first you gotta uh, read it first it's not it's not necessarily man bashing because that's that's the feedback i get like oh, that's not like you're bashing men but you gotta read it you you gotta get into it to right. know you know and that's basically how i came up with the title when she said He's a fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Can, can readers expect any more books in this series? Um, no, the series is done. It's over. I it's over. I I when I when I did the first one, I was like, it's done. But then everyone is like, no, everyone has to meet their fate mm-hmm. after the first one. And I was like, well, you know, let me put something together. And everyone met their fate and 
where karma came in and played its role, karma came in and played its role, basically. When can readers expect the next book from you? Um, I am actually hoping for 2024, late 2024, because as a writer, I have, I, I'm not even exaggerating, I probably have like 10 stories I've started, and then I just get busy, and they're just sitting there, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I don't have the time right now with work and this and that. I have a lot on my plate where I can't. Put something together and i don't want to rush anything right, right. i want to put something together where i can feel very proud about it i don't want anything rushed the storyline is rushed everything is rushed so i need to be more settled and i'm hoping for late 2024 i'm more settled where i can put my work out there because i love it i i love writing do you think you'll get eventually get around to some of those stories that you started on that you haven't finished yet? Definitely, definitely. Out of the out of the the ten, there's two or three. I'm like, this would be so fire if I just have the time yeah. to sit down and and go through it. And you know, right now where I am in life, I am studying to go back to school to further my nursing career. Uh-huh. And it's like. If, if I just had the time, if I just had the time to really, really buckle down, I, I can get them done. But life is busy, man. Life is so busy. <laughs> and in the midst of, you know, in the midst of everything you have going on, you still want to live. You still want to, you know, have a life and do things. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know right now. You'll, you'll get around to Hopefully, hopefully. What do you need in your writing space to help you stay focused? I need complete quiet. Like it has to be quiet so I can hear. I don't know. I don't know how other authors like when they're writing, but for me, it's like, it's all in my head. So if, if there's noise is going to distract me, it's all in my head. Like the characters, what they're saying, how they feel, their emotions, the story, the plot, it's all in my head. So if I can't focus or there's so many distractions, it's just not going to get done. Because I need to hear how I'm putting the story together in my head, basically. Word up. I got you. If you could be mentored by a famous author, who would it be? Oh, um... I don't, I don't, I don't want to mess up her name, but her, I know her first name is Jade. And the reason why I'd want to be mentored by her is because she is super successful in the writing world. And I would love if something I put together can be turned into a show. She had, she wrote the book Cameron and it turned into a show. And I'm like, wow, like I remember I remember, you know, your books and your work and, you know, she, she, she stood on business and, and, you know, she put herself out there and, you know, she worked really, really hard. And that's someone I would look up to and, and would love to be mentored by because you are doing what I would love to do. I would mm. wish to do where something turned into a show 
it, it, it could be an, an amazing proud moment like a show you're watching the show and at the end your credit the credits your name is in it you know like <laughs> that is that is dope you know it's so crazy, yes. that's that's one person i'm like yeah i could see myself literally i would love to work under her yeah okay if you had to describe yourself in just three words what would those be <laughs> I would say ambitious. <clears throat> I would say courageous. And I wrote those two down, but the third one, I didn't I didn't think of the third one. I wrote those two down on the question sheet. Um <clears throat> I would say kind. Like I'm just throwing that out there. I would say I'm kind. I I, I can see myself being uh too kind sometimes, so kind. <laughs> okay. This is the final question too right here. Um, okay. What does the word literary success means to you and how do you picture it? Ooh. Okay. So when I originally read that question, to me, it was actually finishing a book and putting it out there. I know it seemed like that's just the baseline, mm -hmm. but staying focused and believing in yourself and not doubting yourself and not being too hard on yourself to finish a book and have it edited, copyrighted and published. That is literal success to me. Like that is it right there. I know it seemed like the baseline, like, well, you know, um, of course, you know, that's what you have to do to put a, back, a book out there. But to me, that is what success would look like. Okay, so when you finish one, how, mm -hmm. do, how do you celebrate then? Oh, I haven't, I, um, I have not celebrated. I'm not even going to lie to you. I have not celebrated, like, on both my books, I think the day they dropped, I went to work. <laughs> like, I think I went to work. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, how was your day? I was fine. I dropped the book today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember I went to work. My, the um, Till Death Do Us Part, I was like, oh, I'm going to go wild. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do this. I'm going to celebrate my fourth book. I went to work. I was like, I'm going to work. So I check, wow. I check the numbers on, on, on Amazon and see what it do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'm going to work. And, um, in my, in, like people who know me in my neighborhood and stuff like that, they know, and they're waiting cause I promoted it. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to drop it. Everybody's going to share it and let me know what's going on, mm -hmm. but I'm going to go to work as time go by. I do celebrate and I, I, I do become proud of myself and sometimes i'm like yo Bianca, like you know you're, you're you're hard on yourself you're so hard on yourself but you have achieved so much live a little bit like celebrate a little bit like you know turn up a little bit but sometimes when you achieve things you are so busy trying to achieve something else you're you don't even give yourself grace to celebrate what you've already done so i've been trying to balance that okay Give your fans and the viewers a brief synopsis of To Death Do Us Part. Thou shalt not love a fuckboy too. 
the story starts off with Callie and Ryan running off into the sunset. Well, you know what? I can't even do that because then from part one, they're going to know they end up together. I can't do that. Well, <laughs> just, you know, just a, you ain't got to give them, give them too much. Just a little something to, to get them intrigued to go check it out. So basically, Callie and Ryan, they run off into the sunset, happy, in love. They're expecting their first child, you know, purchasing a house. Everything seems so perfect on the outside. But on the inside, someone is plotting against the other person. What seemed like love is actually not love at all. And the story just takes you down a spiral of suspense and drama to see who is the backstabber in that situation. That's all I can say right now. Because I can't give too much. I can't give too much. That's enough. You don't want to give away too much. Yeah, I can't give too much. There it is. Y'all check out Bianca, man. She got something to say. Hey, we've come to the end of another episode of Our Own Thing. And I'd like to thank our guest, Bianca Robinson, for coming through, chopping it up with me. Share your social media handles with the, with the viewers who want to, you know, check out your work or follow you. Okay, so my Facebook is Bianca Robinson. And also my Instagram is just my first name, Bianca. And if there's any authors out there that want to put a book out and don't know the steps or what to do or they need that push, my DMs are always open. There's a lot of authors I have helped and tell them the steps and what to do and like check out some of their work. And I'm here to help. If, if that's something you want to do and you want to connect or you, you know, you want to have a chat or you want me to show up for something, just let me know. My Instagram, again, is Bianca, and my Facebook is Bianca Robinson. Let's definitely connect. Okay. Let them, let them know what you got coming up in the future before we get out of here. In the future, I should have about, hopefully, 10 more books to come out. Let's just see. Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell. You never know. I might take a different path with screenwriting. You never know. Time will tell. Okay. There you have it. Y'all be on the lookout for that, man. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Till next time, let's be one.